This is the second of a six-part series on world building. Last week, we talked about building better worlds and why it matters. So I hope you can go back and find that episode. It will also be in the show notes. Today, we'll be talking about nature's realm, set the stage, and make sure that you tune in for next week for society's rules, bend them, break them, because I know you're going to enjoy that. This is kind of a side note to that. Uh, Setting is both time and place. Today we'll talk about place. But next time it's more about when a story is set and what that means for your story. So if you're an audio listener, I'll do my very best. If you're more of a visual learner, I hope you'll tune into the YouTube channel to watch because I have some visual cues for you. I will do my best to be descriptive and clear. Hey, Writing Pursuits authors, welcome back to the podcast. To those of you who are new, I want to extend a special welcome. My name is Catherine McKee, and I'm glad you're here. If you are a writer seeking encouragement, information, and inspiration, this podcast is for you. Let's get to it. World Building Series Part 2, Nature's Realm, where we're setting the stage. And basically, we're talking about environment and its impact on your story, because there is a wealth of plot ideas, uh, conflict and all kinds of ideas that you can glean from the environment that you choose for your story. And I know that this is all about Earth. I'm, I'm talking mostly about Earth examples, but most of these things can be applied to fictional worlds as well. So environment includes landforms, water features like oceans, lakes, and rivers, ponds, streams, and so forth, eddies, grottos, <laughs> atmosphere whether it's a breathable atmosphere or not, or clean or polluted, and space. And I included that because we're not limited anymore to just the atmosphere of Earth. So we have to think about what it might be like in outer space. Our landforms on Earth span the gamut. We have deserts, which are just very difficult survival situations, a lack of water, possible intense heat and cold, and just an easy, easy way to get lost as well. Not very many features to keep your eyes on and not very many resources to use for survival. So you just have to be really good and well-prepared. And then we have forests. We have swamps, which are full of creatures and hidden peril. We have, uh, like I said, forests like in the Northwest and jungles like at the equator, open fields and plains, rocky outcroppings like the Rocky Mountains and the Grand Canyon. We have the Arctic with the Northern Lights and more more nighttime than daytime at, at points in the year. And then we have under underwater, perhaps your story is set in the ocean depths. One of my favorite stories growing up was Jules Verne and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Loved that book because it was, even though we already had submarines by the time I read it, I just felt like he did such a great job of imagining it or the Alps. And then finally, there's outer space, which is the final frontier, right? So you have to think about what all these environments have to do with your story and the great amount of natural plot points you can draw from your environment, both conflict related, hardship related, just things that spring naturally from 
the natural realm. Several aspects come directly from the environment. And one of the first ones is climate. So if you are in a forest in the Northwest, you're going to be subject to lots of rain. There's going to be a lot of cloud cover, green as you can get, but maybe not a lot of sun, maybe kind of cool, always needing a sweater needing shelter. The West Plains of Texas, you're going to have lots of wind. Sometimes it's going to be very cold. Sometimes it's going to be very hot, but there's incessant wind. And I have a a tumbling tumbleweed here. People ask if that's real, and it certainly is. You might be in the Arctic Circle and have a lot of darkness, and that would be part of the climate. You are always having to have light and maybe protection from the cold. You might be in a rainy environment or be subject to flooding. Or it could be that, you know, everybody's ideal is the tropical island with the clear water and the swaying palm trees and the wonderful sand. And then finally, again, you might have the perils of space because space is full of radiation. It's cold. Of course, it is void of breathable air. So, You always have to think about that. That is part of its climate. Let's keep thinking about what that means, because then that immediately dictates habitat. So in space, you're going to have to have a a habitat to stay alive. Or you could be like the Anasazi who had their cliff dwellings, which are very fascinating in the the, uh, creativity they use to build these very fantastic dwellings up in the cliffs of New Mexico. Uh, we, we have stories that are set in vast caverns. I remember in particular, Aragon had a, a vast cavern city, stronghold sort of thing. I'm talking about humans generally, but remember that this could apply to non-human characters as well. And humans dwell anywhere from little quaint little villages in in Britain and small towns in Texas to castles and temples in Asia and giant cities that are vast and spread out and light the night sky. All of those things have something to do about your story. They will influence your story. If you set your story in LA that is way spread out or in New York, which is crammed together in a very, very tight space, it will change the story depending on how you have set your story. Springing directly from your environment, your natural environment, climate, and so forth are potential natural disasters that might appear in your stories. In particular, like if you're in an earthquake zone, you're going to have volcanic eruptions, you're going to have tsunamis, you're going to have, of course, earthquakes. There may be avalanches if you're in a mountainous zone. And if you're on a coastal plain, you may be subject to frequent flooding. And then we're all subject to something we don't talk about much, an electromagnetic pulse or a solar flare that could definitely rock our world. So all of these things are potential natural disasters. And another one that is very current right now is tornadoes and spring storms, hurricanes in the middle of the summer. And so uh, just mine those potential disasters as a great way to build plot for your story. Directly related also to environment is natural resources, and natural resources have driven conflict throughout human history, something we should be very aware of. So even if you're in outer space, many of the stories in science fiction are set around trying to mine natural resources from like asteroids and other planets, 
trying to bring that, build wealth in that way, or bring rare elements to earth. Then we also have to think about other resources, like what we're going to eat, grain and leaves and so forth, how we're going to feed ourselves and raise animals. And then we might be also logging as in uh, creating you know, lumber for our homes, uh, building our fires and so forth. And then also mining for minerals and crystals and rare earth materials and pumping oil or deep sea fishing. We might also have the natural resource that we don't even think about running water for hydroelectric power. So all of these things are are things to consider, especially if you're building a world, that you need to think about what are the natural resources and why do people strive for them? How are they important? What can they do to lend conflict to your story? Because I guarantee you most of the wars in history have been over the uh, natural resources, who's going to get rich and how they're going to be distributed. So think about that. Writing Pursuits is run by Catherine McKee, who has been trusted by fiction authors since 2014 to take their writing to a new level of excellence. Catherine is a three-story method certified editor who specializes in story diagnostics, coaching, and line editing to help you prepare your story for the journey ahead. For more information, go to writingpursuits.com. The link is in the show notes. And now, back to the podcast. Coming right out there with your natural environment is the life forms on your planet. The first one, of course, is your humans. We come in so many varieties, don't we? Endless, endless possibilities just with humans. But there's many other life forms that can add color and richness to your story. Among them are plants and animals, of course. And don't forget the bacteria. We have Andromeda strain. Um, We have the uh, virus that just ravaged our our planet and uh, it continues to do so and many others that are also of concern. We have plants that are both beneficial and poisonous. We have medicinal plants and uh, those that are poisonous. We need to think about where our food comes from, the grains, the berries, the seeds, the leaves, and so forth that we eat, the roots. And you have to think about these things for your planet also, your world. What is common in your culture? What is common in the place that you set your stories in? And then don't forget other kind of life forms that are a little less common and may not actually exist anymore, such as dinosaurs or orcs or fairies or, you know, let's see, vampires and werewolves, (laughs) all the horror story characters. And then we have dragons, which we wish existed, but we're glad they don't. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. It's just a quick overview of the natural environment you might set your story in and some of the things to think about. So today we talked about environment, landforms, water resources, space. We talked about atmosphere, habitats, climate, potential natural disasters. We also talked about life forms, including humans, but also to include plants and animals, bacteria, and other natural life forms like that. And then maybe supernatural creatures as well, things that don't exist anymore or that are imaginary and wondrous and great, great ideas for your stories. Anyway, those are all springing from the natural world nature's realm. So that's all I have for today. Until next time, keep writing. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and follow the podcast. If you're new around here, I hope you will sign up for the weekly newsletter, Writing Pursuits, 
tips for authors. That link and all the links mentioned in today's episode are in the show notes at writingpursuits.com. Please join us on Wednesdays for new episodes and keep writing, my friends. Keep writing. Keep writing.